When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, it's the build-up show, Liverpool back in action once again as they are basically every three days for what will feel like the rest of our lives. Um, Benfica, Champions League quarter-final, second leg at Anfield this time, uh, Jamie Cranford and John Machen join me in the studio for this one. Um, Dad, I just, yeah, I mean it feels very much like I've not quite got my head out of Man City yet to be perfectly honest and it won't Difficult be long until it. it's right very, back in there again. Really difficult. But you know what? What Liverpool did last week, I think, was a little under a little undervalued. Now that we're here and we can look at it, you know, the mission in this game is not like to fight tooth and nail to secure your place in the next round. It's to get the job done, which is cool. There's enough to play for, but it's also very, very much in Liverpool's hands. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a danger in in a two two goal lead. Because yeah. you don't know whether to attack or to defend. I've seen so many clubs come a cropper because they, they can't make their mind up. Are they defending the two goals? Yeah. Or are they going out and attacking and trying to make it three and four? And people come a cropper all the time. Usually 2 nil, 3 1 is somehow a little different. Mm-hmm. We've often been 3 1 up or 3 1 down, rather, coming to Anfield and struggled to, to overturn it. Yeah. This is slightly different in that we've got the job done away. Um, as long as we we just play our normal game, you know the old normal game, uh, in inverted commas, we should be fine. Uh, and it's it's we can see now the value of winning away last week because yeah. with City, was such a hell of a game. You know, yesterday we've got another one coming up next weekend. You know, you really na- need a sort of nice little game in between, and that's what this should become. Haven't won that first leg. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, to the point as well, uh, Jamie. The, the lack of the away goals thing plays into our hands yeah. now as well. Because like thirty-one would be, you know, you'd be, you'd be thinking a couple of goals for them, and then it or, or they get a goal and the nerves go up. They need three to be, to knock us out. Yeah, but I mean, not they could. I suppose in previous years they could have thought. Um, oh, a two nil two nil win wouldn't have been good enough because we've got the free away. So, but I don't think I don't think they're really thinking that they're going to come to Anfield and win two nil and go mm-hmm. to extra time. I can't see us not scoring past them. I think it was a bit of a maybe a bit of an underrated performance last week because with you know they score quickly after half time. With the exception of maybe there was a bit of a 10, 15 minute period where it just was a after bit that, backs to the walls. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, we could have had the tie out of sight. Could have, we could have scored another few goals. 
and it's the quarter final of the Champions League, isn't it? You know, we, we had a we had a tricky period away in it at Inter. Um, had, a, had tricky periods at Anfield. You're gonna you're gonna go through tricky periods. I can't see I can't see a world where famous last words. I can't see a world <laughs> yeah, a world yeah. where they they come through this, given that we're three one up. But um, yeah, we just need to get the job done. Yeah, be on our guard, and I'm sure we're definitely going to score at least one. Yeah, and that, that's my overriding feeling on this, Dad. Is that Benfica? What we saw last week was everything Jamie sort of said there. You know, they had a good spell, and they're, they're clearly capable. And you know, no taking away from the fact that I saw people saying, "Oh, I didn't think much of Nunez," but the point is, he's he's a threat in so much as he knows where to be. He's in well, the right areas. He scored. He scored. Yeah. Now, I mean, I was going to say, what are our lessons to take away from last week that we're hoping to learn? And, and the big lesson really was. If Canate could not miss the ball inside the penalty area, but that's like, duh, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thing he'll do a hundred times and never make that mistake again. And, and all of their pressure really comes off the back of that. You know, they've got a lifeline in the game. Yeah, They're at home, the fans get up. It's a bit like us yesterday. You score early in the second half, it gives you a real boost mm. and you can move on a little bit, you know. And that's what it did with them. It got the crowd back up. They were totally destroyed by the end of the first half. Yeah. And suddenly they saw a lifeline and they were up. And there's a massive crowd, and they're you know really into it. Um, so we made it we made it look a little more difficult than it was, and but we never really lost control. I don't think and we we came under a bit of pressure, but not for long. Yeah. And it sort of spoilt the result in many ways because the overall impression wasn't oh Liverpool have just walked through that. It was oh Liverpool have to fight for that, you know. And I'm I'm not so sure we it was that difficult. Yeah, I always think about these type of games and the type of results. I think the scoring the last goal is always important psychologically, but I actually think often it's more important psychologically when you're in the ground. And I think a lot of us watch the telly and the telly love a good hype up of mm. oh could this be the undoing of Liverpool? Is this Liverpool's potential down for blah blah blah? Whereas the way in which we actually eventually just put that game to bed, for all the people who were over there, what the 10 feet tall because they got away after good European away performance we've also we've all, I think we've gotten a little bit spoiled a bit, bit on it you know you, it's a, again 3-1 away from home in the quarterfinals oh, yeah. been a bit spoiled by how many times we've tonked Porto I think yeah. I, that's factors into it and just how great it's generally been under Jürgen but there's, you think about the times in years gone by where we've constructed I mean Liverpool never used they've used to construct European Cup wins on Tight, you know, tight away yeah, performances. Yeah. That was a, we scored three goals. That's a, 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 that's a, that's a bloody good result to set us up for this one. Yeah, I mean, coming into the last ten minutes, I thought, you know, two one, not you know, like you're saying, it's a good away result in Europe. I think we are we are spoiled really because I think Klopp, the Klopp here, there's been more goal, more wins by four goals than any other match. I, I don't. Yeah. Something like paraphrasing yeah, the potential. Like, it sounds yeah. like a stat. Anyway. We're used to we're used to hammering team. You know, five nil, four and fours and fives is not massively uncommon for us. And and we've enjoyed uh, we've certainly enjoyed it away in Portugal the last few times we've been there. So and after the first half, I think yeah, I think maybe after the first half, people would have been thinking, oh, this could be this could be four or five here because we've scored twice. And... And, yeah, but that, and that's the point. I think we all felt like that and that's where a lot of the disappointment came from. We were looking yeah. at that first half performance where we we were just scintillating and yeah. going, well, this is going to be, how many are we going to score? Yeah. And because of that, we fell, we fell short of our own expectations to find yeah. in the game. 
But, you know, like I said before, you can't have it all your own way all the time. I know, you know, I know Portuguese league is a weak, weaker league comparatively than the, than the Premier League, but, they're, you know, they're one of the top sides in Portugal. And... Um, we say this about every league, don't we? And, like, with a bit of a sneer, to be honest. Yeah. But it's, it's not uncommon for teams from Portugal or... You know, like Ajax getting to the Champions League semi-finals the year we win it. You know, the teams yeah. these come from these because they the good football teams they dominate their league. They got they are the best in their league, and yes, pound for pound, they're not necessarily as good as they're the all best teams in the top best of league. their group. Well, coming out, well, well, Barcelona in there as well. Yeah. You know. Well, they call it Ajax dominated. You know, they come out dominated their group, and and Benfica yeah, knocked them out in the in the last round. Exactly, yeah. they had Barcelona in their in, in their group come out on top of that. So. Yeah. So I mean, all these sides have good footballers in them. You know, they might not be organisationally as good as some of our teams, but you know, you know, they'll give you a decent game. And as soon as they got a spark of of something, they were at it. Yeah. You know, but not you know not for that long. I mean, we, we did we, when we brought on the subs, it changed the dynamic again because yeah. I mean, we had play. Who knows? Maybe after being two 0 up, the players mentally relaxed early on in the second half. Well, we've done that a couple you of know. times. In fact, we even did that earlier this season against AC Milan at home. And again, that was another one of those halves of just unbelievable football. And then we just played a couple of sloppy passes and we let them in. And you know, yeah. that's that's been one thing that's. When it's really good, it's hard to maintain that level. Sometimes it's like it's kind of like running a full tilt, and you, there's a fine margin between you going as fast as you can and you're on your face. And that's mm. you know, sometimes a little bit what this side can kind of do to itself. It trips itself up a well, little I bit. Well, I mean, you saw it against City that giving the ball away was a real problem. Yeah. And it, you've got to get that out of your game if you're going to win football matches. And you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not expecting Benfica are going to. You know, um, really make a fist of it. You know, then as you say, they need to score three goals, and it's highly unlikely they can do that. And it's highly unlikely they can stop us scoring. And as soon as we score one, that's the game over, isn't it? Basically, yeah, yeah absolutely. And I mean, it's a weird world that we're going into where there's an FA Cup game that's more important than a Champions League game which is another factor in this isn't it Jamie we talked about what Liverpool have earned the right to do in this game we'll talk more about City and Atletico in the, in the back end of the show when we look at the other the other games in the, in the quarters of course but it's that's, a, that's an also a bit of a weird mindset because I think the players will be spoiling a bit from the game at the weekend where they'll probably think oh we could have done ourselves a little bit better yeah. And I don't know how many are going to start, and again, we'll do that. After, we'll talk about the eleven after the break. But it's a, it is something we do have to be careful of because I think in most people's minds, it's hard not to have one eye on the semi-final, and you've got to make sure that this is this. We don't treat this complacently. Actually, not just the players, but actually the people who turn up to the game on Wednesday night as well. I, mm. I want there to be something for us to fight for to get to get behind because I think we're going to need mo- as much momentum as possible for the rest of the season yeah uh, yeah we can't go into it thinking it's going to be a walkover certainly but I do think there'll be a bit of an element of um, you know scrappy do being held let me at him again you know for, <laughs> against City on Sunday um, but then we also have to think about the minutes that are going into I know we're going to come on to talk about our, who we think will play but I can't see some of our some of our big players Getting the ninety minutes, but you know, if it looks like we're going through, um, we do need to have an eye on on uh, Sunday. We've had, you know, Trent's not long come back from injury. Mo, I think people generally thinking he's looking a bit tired, you know, but he's he's not quite been the same since he's come back from the Afcon. So yeah, and I and I'm I'm going on Sunday, so on Saturday, sorry. So I yeah. ser- I certainly want us to be uh, 
firing on all cylinders for that well, game that, as well. That's it, and, and, and it's interesting because I, I think there's a world where if one team or the other wins at the weekend, that the other one, you know, what one can ease off a bit on, on Saturday and the other one can go a bit stronger. I've just got this feeling that both of those managers will almost like it'll just go again. It'll be like the game was 180 minutes long and they'll just pick up where they I don't, I don't think they have anything other in their heads, do they? they they're going to go out and go toe-to-toe. And in that regard, that's the one thing about Benfica is that uh, so you can't take your eyes off the prize that's right in front of you. And look, well, they're, they're going to have a hell of a game in Madrid. Yeah. And, you know, we should have a much easier game at Anfield, Touchwood. Yeah. Um, and that that's in, that's in our favour, you know, yeah. so... Absolutely. Having said that, we did a bit more chasing around than they did yesterday. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Well, look, we're going to talk about um, what changes we'd expect for Liverpool to field for the uh, Benfica game. We're going to look ahead to the other Champions League fixtures this weekend as well, but we have got a short break. Uh, it is preceded by this trivia question. Uh, what was the score and who were the scorers the last time Liverpool played Benfica at Anfield? Answer after this. The 50 greatest Liverpool players of the Premier League era. A two-part special streaming now on Redmen Plus. Head to the RedmenTV.com right now to watch all episodes. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There you go. Yeah, get hold of um, amazing Redmen content on Redmen Plus and get hold of amazing Liverpool merchandise on redmenmerch.com. Um, yeah, yeah, the question was, what was the score and who were the scorers the last time Liverpool played Benfica at Anfield? Any the guesses? 2010? Yeah. Now, this coincided in, with a period in my life where I was working as a waiter okay. in central London. So yeah. evenings off. So I don't think I watched the game. Was it something like 4-2 or 4-1 or something? The score was, in fact, 4-1. Liverpool 4, Benfica 1. Uh, I'm going to see if anyone's got any suggestions uh, in the comments for it. Got some suggestions here to Cout Lucas Lever. Um, Torres, Torres asks Ice yeah. Cold R. Uh, the answer was... Gerard. Ooh, OK. Oh. Good, all good suggestions. The correct answers for the four goals. Dirk Cout. 27 minutes, Lucas Leiva, 34, Fernando Torres, 58, and Fernando Torres again on 82. Now, just to put everything into context, I love doing this more of because they've got the best squad they've ever had. Um, I want you to have a guess 
what Liverpool's seven substitutes were on the day. I'll tell you the 11, just to make it easier. Ooh, right. The 11 was Pepe Reina in goal. Glenn Johnson was right back. It looks like Jamie Carragher was left back, which is a bit mad. Or maybe, or either way, Dan Agger. No, he did play left back. Yeah, oh okay, yeah, yeah, but like in 2000, 2001 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dan Agger and Sotirios Kiriakos were also at the back. Gerard, Benayoun, Mascarano, Lucas Leiva, midfield, Fernando Torres and Dirkout um, as, an attack, as part of the attack. Um, so I guess it would have been Yossi, Fernando, Dirk. But substitutes? Throw me some names. Throw, and, and bearing in mind, I'm clearly asking this we're for not, a reason, so I'm not David looking for... David on there. We've we? got David yeah. and Gogh on there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, the big number 24. Donny? Nope. No. But... Cavalieri. Right, Cavalieri. Yeah. Cavalieri, correct Struggling nationality. Now. Yeah. Struggling now. Name me the probably the worst right back ever to play for oh. Liverpool. Martin Kelly. No. Martin I'm, Kelly. No. Um. Oh no. Crom Camp's gone by then. Oh then, my hasn't God. Crom is gone by there. But the next in line to Liverpool's worst ever. Degan. Philippe oh, Degan. Bless him. Yeah. Shout out to Philippe. Um, the man bought to replace Zabi Alonso. Oh uh, yeah. Oh. Aquilani. Aquilani, yeah. Um, and then we've got three young players, all of whom had a varying degree of promise um, and none of whom made it at a, at a Premier League level. Although, I think what, one of them's a centre-half, one of them's an attacking mid and one of them's a right-winger. And the right-winger one, we always refer to. Whenever you're talking about, like, like I need an example of, and we used to throw this lad on and how poor our squad was. Nathan Eccleston. Oh, Nathan Eccleston is the other example that's exactly the same as this one. The correct answer I'm looking for is Nabil Elzar. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, the attacker mid is the king of pre-season, Danny Pacheco. Oh, yeah. And the centre-half um, started, I think he starts 2009-2010 because we have a glut of centre-back injuries after Sammy Hippier gets sold in the summer. And he starts the season at centre-half. He goes to end up at Norwich in the end, I believe. Yeah. Struggling now. Daniel Ayala. Oh, yeah. Diego Cavalieri, Philip Degen, Daniel Ayala, Alberto Aquilani, Danny Pacheco, Davin and Gal. Ayala, we thought he was the future, didn't we? He looked, yeah. he when he played for the U team, he looked like the best centre-back in the world and he had a big um, car horse next to him. And then we played Arsenal in the Youth Cup final. And um, yeah, what's his name? The, the little always injured Arsenal for midfield Walcott. player Wilshire oh, 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 Wilshire. Oh, right. Wilshire absolutely ripped by Ireland to bits <laughs> absolutely destroyed him what a long way we've come in the last 12 years eh? uh, what a ride right uh, if you got any of that stuff you're absolutely brilliant gives us a massive pat on the back yeah in fact uh, Moan say uh, in the comments here said Degan Degan um, yeah there was a shelf of Barros that was incorrect he was gone by then um, but yeah, there you go. Absolutely fantastic. Have yeah, you got that right? You're brilliant. Right. Um, you, you've got to expect changes for this one, Dad, without a shadow of a doubt. I- well, you can make some changes that are not going to affect the team in any way, shape or form. You could throw in uh, Costas. It's not going to affect the team in any way, shape or form. Canate mm-hmm. had a good game up until his error exactly. in, in <laughs> Lisbon. So why not give Matip another little rest? You know, then it gets a bit more complicated, doesn't it? I mean, Thiago, you can't play him again. He's had three on the bounce. You can't possibly give him a game. Mm-hmm. So he's got a he's got a rest. 
uh, and I'd worry about playing Fabinho after that game the other day. I think he yeah. might need a rest. Yeah, and that's that's it's going to be an interesting juggle. Like five subs makes it easy, but I wonder whether and there's been two a couple well a couple mentioned outside of this already, Jamie. But I wonder whether it's as simple as you start and places the three subs from the weekend. So Cater comes in, Bobby comes in, Diaz comes in. Potentially now, there's, there might be a little bit of counting back from the weekend here, and it de- and it c- might depend on who he wants to start against Man City. So Diaz is an is an awkward conversation here because, yeah. and I, I, funny if I was talking about this at the game or, or on the game at the weekend about how we don't we haven't clocked on to the fact that Diaz has played like he's in the top five most minutes played this season in our whole squad because he played them vast majority for yeah. Porto plays a lot for Colombia too and plays for Colombia of course um, but what do you reckon that's not, not a bad place to start is those three that we've mentioned and then you look to see how many you want to make above and beyond yeah I I don't think there'll be wholesale changes I think there will be a few um, it's true I think with the five subs you could hopefully say right get the game one in the first half because I've got I was thinking like oh maybe they could do with the rest I'm thinking oh could Robert do with the rest could Trent do with the rest you yeah. know um, so coach coach Cranford's making a few changes I've got a uh, Canate back in at centre half I think Naby will play I think Thiago will come out Fabinho yeah I agree he was uh, it wasn't quite right yesterday um, but I still think I don't think he I'm not expecting to see an Elliot in there, like in the San Siro, but then that was a that was a curveball, so you never know with him, do you? Um, I think Diaz will play again, but that, it, it kind of one way or another, we're still going to have a quality front three, whoever yeah. comes in and, yeah. who, and whoever comes into the midfield. I still think he'll have maybe two of the three sort of first team starters in central. I can't see Jones coming in, for example, maybe off the bench if we, if, if the game is won. Got, the thing is, we've got a couple of things here where it's a nice opportunity to make maybe one or two more than you would naturally make. I think if this game had a bit more riding on it, you maybe I've got no choice but to go a bit stronger. But also, just just a consideration to this, Dad, because of Man City's fixture, because they've got Atletico, they're, and they've got tons of options in rotation. They're going to go strong. They've gone strong. They'll probably have to go strong again, and they're going to have to go strong again. And that might open up an opportunity for Liverpool to go a little bit more in this game. I don't, I, honestly, I just I don't know. What would you do if you had the choice here between like three changes and five changes, say? I, I'm, I'm definitely making two changes in midfield. Yeah. And I'm making two changes at the back. So there's four to begin with. Yeah. And I think... Practically, you can do anything to the front three. You're gonna, you're gonna yeah. be competitive. Diaz, as you're right, is I would have played him definitely against Benfica, except I do now think he'll start against City. So it's it's now under consideration whether you're better off just bringing him on for half an hour at the end. Um, I do think Bobby will get a game. Yeah. I think Mo will play because he needs a goal. Yeah. Um, and then you know it, it's any any bets you know Mane or Jota in the middle. I, or, you know, the Salah thing's so fascinating, isn't it? Because he's just, he just feels like he's everything's uphill for him at the minute. And I, and I, I'm, I'm kind of amazed he played last week. To be honest, I thought that was the perfect opportunity to take him out. He played the weekend, yeah. and he had his chance. He gets subbed off early, and we, we seem to be doing like you know, it was we did two sixty minutes for him. For me, and I don't know where you, where you, where you sit on this. I'll come to you, Jamie. Is We've tried that. We've tried playing him into form. He clearly needs a rest. I don't think you're going to fix him with one game off, but I do no. wonder if there's a thing here where you bench him 
and you have him sit and watch, and you and you and you say, oh, if it's going well, we'll bring it on, and you don't bring him on, and you just have him sit there and fume a little bit and see if that's a little thing that just yeah. jump starting for the city game, fresher legs. And a little added more, you know, even if it's only a fraction of a percentage. him a little folder and he opens it and there's his contract there and a pen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll just have him watching the City game back on an iPad while he's watching that. That's fine. He's, here's everything that's been so, so we're talking him. about him playing into form. I mean, that pass to Manor the other night. Yeah. yeah. Just sensational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so he's not short of form in that respect. He's short of ideas about how he gets past four or five people. Yes. So, yeah. And that's, you know, I and think that's ben a really Fieker, good angle. Ben is most likely to give him more room than anyone, given that they need two goals, yeah. you know, at least to get going. And, you know, they can't afford to put four people on him. So good. It's a good shout. We've gone where you fall on it, Jamie. I feel like he'll, he will start. I mean, I was, I wasn't arguing, drag him off yesterday, but I'm saying of the front three, is he being the least effective? But I just thought, he's not going to bring him off, is he? You know, but then Klopp, you know, that's, that's what he gets paid the big bucks for. Right? <laughs> yeah. If I was in his shoes, I'd be everyone would be getting a game. I just want to be everyone's mate. So yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he probably you know he could. I, I don't think he will. But yeah, maybe that it. Yeah, he's. But maybe this is the game for him because as as you say, they've got to be they've got to come forward. Um, should get some space in round the back. You know, if they're if they're exposed at the back, he just he he did show some good signs yesterday. I think there was a couple where he just skipped he skipped down the wing as he did because against um, Watford, I feel like he beat one player and then he just run into a wall or two or three. You know, um, and that this is the thing. I again, he's suffering this Egyptian hangover where you watch him play and you feel so sorry for him because it's like his dribbling is fantastic, but he's not messy. And even like Messi's no nobody. I think we have this this false notion like that there's footballers who can dribble past five players at will, and we all yeah. want that. And we all you know we get angry when the new generation of a footy game comes out and they've taken that away for a game, and then they bring it back the next game, and everyone says it's unrealistic. Players don't go past more than two or three men a handful you, of times. You've at also, best you've also got to have a little bit of room. Because you've got to have drag backs yeah. and you've got to, you know, twist and turn. And he's capable, and, and he's never so been more many, capable than so this season. So little space he yeah. gets these days. Yeah. I mean, we had that great shot yesterday. Any other time, he'd, you know, he'd had the look of that. We'd have at least had a go. A you know, it'd be a city that would have <laughs> yeah. hit someone and gone in. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and he's got it in him, and that's the thing. But I just feel like he's he's con- he's been conditioned from international football. He's picking the ball up, and I've got to go and be five men and score because that's the only way we're scoring. Mm. And I like the fact that he's had a couple of tremendous either assists or pre-assist or, or come close to assist in the last few games because you're right that's that's what's that, that's the thing that's making him the, a world class best in the world footballer and I wonder whether he just needs to go back to that for a game or two actually stop trying to score the goal will come go and, go and get go and get, get Jota's goal get Mane's goal get Diaz's goal and it'll come back to you because it will that's what when we were free score at the start of the season that's what was happening they were just everyone was just playing for everyone and, and again this makes me sound like I'm, I'm making a more of a deal out of it for Salad. I'm not I'm just I don't know it there's just something not quite there for mm. him and it might just be as simple as he's dead tired but if, if he's dead tired you need to not play him so he must be fine because they're playing him yeah. and if he's going to play them I want, I want, I'm hopeful that there's, there's got to be a way to kind of jump start this but I think that's the the point there was made was probably sensible hopefully Benfica pile him forward and he just gets the pounce and he just gets that watershed sort of moments that he can just 
you can kick on for the rest of the season because yeah. Mo I mean, does feel like a player who does his it's own. It's probably the, the one game where even Klopp will start thinking about the next one. You know, and he, he he's got to decide which of his three forwards are going to do the most damage against City. Yeah. Uh, and I, that's a really difficult choice because Mane was causing the problems yesterday, no doubt about it. Yeah. And Jota obviously scored his usual goal. But on you know you've got Diaz who, who who's going to give him something different, and he needs games as well to keep his integration. And we're going to need a point where he's. I mean, like the City game doesn't really impact it in a in a dramatic way that we were hoping for. And of course, because there's limits to you're dead fast and you're brilliant and you fight loads, but you'll also need to be really tactically astute. And you know we've got that at the weekend. We might well face City in a Champions League final. Yeah, it'd be nice to get Diaz on the pitch so we're ready <coughs> for those. Forget about Oxlade Chamberlain as well. Yeah, yeah. and I, I might need a game. And I think but I also think that he has kind of because this is a good point list all the players you could probably do with the game here you go Canate well is it Canate Simicash Cater three Jones four Oxford Chamberlain five Elliot six Milner seven Diaz eight Bobby nine Minamino, 10, <laughs> you know, and... Divock. Divock. There's, there's, like, legitimately 11 players yeah. who... And of all those players, you think to yourself, who's a really good defensive midfield player who could take the place of either Henderson or Fabinho? Tyler oh, There we go. Didn't even Tyler mention his Moore. name. But, yeah, and, it's, and the thing is, you're not playing Tyler Morton in this game, I don't no, think, not, you know, and, and that's no disrespect to him. He's just not there. He's not there yet in terms of his development. I had this sort of fantasy last night where Oxlade Chamberlain played against City and, and just, was just told to chase... Um, you know, you Rod know who. De Bruyne, chase De Bruyne everywhere he goes because Oxley Jim is the only one who's got the same amount of pace. Yeah, yeah. Just chase him. Don't let him kick the ball. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, 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 that, but that's when we're in that weird situation now where you can't make loads of changes because you don't want to have Benfica coming in going rubbing their hands together going this is our best yeah. team this is a second string Liverpool team yeah. and they kept up being but it's, it's the quarterfinals of the Champions League you're not League. putting it's, the kids out no no game, I mean no, definitely no, not and, and, you know, there's too many lads who need a game before you even got to the kids at this point but I, that's my point about this three or five changes you get to a point where you 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 may you, you see them in the first half while you because you've got to get up to speed. These lads haven't played together for for weeks on end and what have you. So I don't know where he might just go. More not might not make sweeping drastic changes, and then it's only the lads who really need a rest. Well, that's what I'm saying. Some of them you can make which should make no difference to the side whatsoever. You know, bringing in Simicast at left back it doesn't affect anything at all. It just gives him a game, Robbo a rest. You know, it's not no one. No one in Benfica is going to think, "Oh, this is great." They're playing, playing him. Yeah. You know, and same with Canate because he had such a good game for most of it. You know, I didn't, say Joe, I didn't even say Joe Gomez's name before yeah. as well. Yeah. So the one who actually yeah. is higher up the pecking order. Yeah, yeah. I find he just comes in at right back for this for this one. Yeah. But then again, this is again. So we've changed Canate for Matip. We're putting Simakas in at left back. We're putting Gomez in at right back. You've changed three. You're back yeah. four. In a game where they're going to be throwing everything at, yeah, mm-hmm. you then you're yeah, making two absolutely. changes in midfield potentially ahead of that, and then you're making two changes in the attack. attack. We can, but yeah, Christ, no idea, no idea. I, um, you, you've just got difficult choices to make in the centre of the park, and you've got choices to make up front as well. But whatever they are, you know it's going to work. It's um, tricky. 
tricky. In the best possible way, of course. I'm not complaining that this is very first world problem from us here. You, know, and you might well say, oh, sod it, it's not far from the end of the season. Let's Everyone gets a game who's, you know, who's in our top 11. And, well, no, but that, and that, you, you've got to just work your way well, through that's, it. But that's the flip <laughs> point, is that that's what I mean. It might just be the three subs in so much as saying, these are my best 14 players now. 14 to 15, and James Milner's always the sub if you yeah. need to shut it down. So we're only really picking from that pool of lads now, unless anyone else gets injured, in which case lads might might drop in. And that's that's a, a real shame for Harvey Elliott and maybe for Curtis Jones, but who I think actually probably will play this game, and probably for Oxley Chamberlain. But that might be the breaks, you know. It might, you know might if I could be. make only one change, I would drop Thiago. Because I've played three game. games, he desperately needs, in my opinion, needs to rest yeah, before we play uh, City. Um, okay, cool. Well, we'll do our 11s in a minute, but uh, yeah, another quick break from us just to let you know about a wonderful new feature coming up. The Ragamuffins are good mates. You'll have seen all kinds of great clips from them uh, in recent years doing brilliant Liverpool stuff, raising loads of money for the food banks. They, of course, did the incredible version of the Bobby Firmino Si Senor song, which raised tons for, 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 for local charities. Um, they have got a new album out, and we've had them in the studio doing their own Red Men session of all their Liverpool songs. That is going to be available from Tuesday evening. Here's a little sneak peek. Yeah, if you want to have a girl sing-along, a bit of a dance, all that good stuff, get yourself pumped up for future Liverpool matches, then, yeah, Redmen Sessions over on redmenplus.com uh, with the Ragamuffins. First episode, brilliant stuff. Uh, get involved with that and loads of other brilliant stuff that we've got going on over there at the moment as well. Uh, right, OK, I'm going to ask you to put your money where your mouths are. Dad, what is your starting eleven for Benfica? Alisson, yep. Trent, Canate, yep. Van Dijk, Simakas. Okay. Henderson, Cater, and Jones. Yep. Diaz, Bobby, and Mane. Uh, Salah. Salah. Okay. Jamie? Freudian slip. <laughs> See, I'm wavering now. I've, 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 I've got <laughs> yeah, 11 yeah. down here, and I'm thinking. You wrote I, it down in permanent marker as well. I forgot. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but forgot about the existence of James Milner temporarily. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering because I've got Allison, um, Trent, Canate, Virgil, Andy Robertson. I had Naby coming in for Thiago, uh, Fabinho, and Henderson. But I'm thinking maybe Henderson in the centre and Milner in potentially. Uh, could could be Jones, as, as you say. Could be Jones. I've got Diaz, Mane, and Mo up front. Mm-hmm. But then. I could see Bobby coming in. I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with me. Let's go with I'm that. Gonna stick with me at eleven. Yeah, I um, I really like that. Shout out. I, I would. My immediate thing again. It was like the Gomez thing. Is do, do you put Gomez back in for Trent and rest Trent? But he's had a little bit of that. I know he's had he's had an injury, hasn't he? So we had to we had to carefully get him back into the side. But I don't see many more opportunities for Andy Robertson not to play. And and Simakas is also now. 
in that worrying it's been ages since he's had a good old run out for us and you know god forbid the worst happens i wouldn't want to be dropping a cold costa shimakas into any of the upcoming upcoming games because he you know we, it doesn't matter how good he is or how well integrated he is to the, to the squad which he is brilliantly and I think he's a great a perfect understudy for Robbo but you lose something you, you start to lose increasing chunks of percentage of what you can offer straight off the bat when you've not played footy so I, I think that's actually a, a, a pretty interesting shout Canate I think makes makes perfect sense get him in again let him go and again exercise the demons of, of last week and put in a more solid performance <laughs> Nunes up in the air. First yeah, time. yeah, and and then the, the beauty of the five subs thing is, uh, you, you, Hendo needs a rest. Needs or needs to be managed. Yeah. Fabinho yeah. needs to be managed, and Thiago. You can needs take to be Henderson managed. off after a while and put Milner on in his place. I, I and I think that's ideal potentially for that because my I, my only issue with that team Jamie is the Fabinho start. And now he could play sixty minutes and come yeah, off, of yeah. course. But I don't see that you start both of them because. I think I think they'll rotate. I think they'll rotate for the six in this game. Yeah. And yeah, what yeah. you maybe do is you start Hendo in the six, and if the game is won, you bring Milner on in the six. If the game is close, then you just go with your pre-planned substitution of Fabinho comes on for half an hour, and then you've managed to rest and rotate them, and then they're both largely as ready as they can be for the weekend. But I'm I'm more than happy to see Kurt Jones get another game. I wouldn't be against Harvey Elliott actually because I thought Kurt didn't. You know, hasn't he's been okay without being yeah. outstanding? Then Kate has nailed on. I think he's got to play because he gives us another option for the weekend, and it wouldn't shock me. We had a decent game last week, and yeah. you know, you maybe need to capitalize on that a bit because you know, to be honest, he's never really given us more than a couple of games. I honestly wouldn't be shocked, cause, and this is another considering factor if Hendo starts this, particularly in the six. That maybe there's a world where Kate is starting the weekend because again he played well the week before. He and we clearly made we clearly were happy to put him into that city game when it was at its most intense, right in the you know in in, in the thicker things to try and go a step beyond. Whether Klopp thinks okay, well I've tried it, I've tried it that way. I'm going to go a bit more city like and have another a more fluid football in there. Certainly gives us that opportunity. Um, right, let's have a look then at the other fixtures and just remind ourselves where the quarterfinals are at and how finely poised they are. Um, Benfica uh, are playing us. I don't know why I said them first. Bayern uh, Villarreal, Bayern uh, at the Allianz hosting Villarreal, uh, a goal down. Uh, from the trip to Spain last week um, Real Madrid 3-1 up against Chelsea at the Bernabeu um, Atletico Madrid a goal behind Man City at the Wanda they're all Jamie wonderfully poised fixtures in terms of what we would what we would want from a Liverpool perspective mm-hmm. yes we've got to do Benfica we've got to get that boxed off but I would expect Bayern to do to do Villarreal, and it wouldn't shock me if they did very similar to what they did in the last round. Whatever, oh, is this going to be a shock? Yeah. A Bayern Munich in trouble? No, they've just twatted them everywhere. Um, but I'm happy for them to have to work for it. Real Madrid being ahead of Chelsea, I would. I, I really thought Chelsea were just going to walk over Real. Hopefully, they give them a bit of a game, but yeah. not so much of a game because I'd rather Real Madrid go through there and Atletico. I think City will do the job, yeah. but again. If they have to put every ounce of energy into it, that would be delightful. Mm. It's tricky. Isn't it? I, I don't think. I don't think Bayern will. Will what did they win six nil or something last time against Salzburg? It was ridiculous. Yeah, I, can't I don't. I can't. I can, I can see them that. getting through. Um, 
But then Emery... 7-1. 7-1. Seven, one, seven, one, 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 like, to, yeah. to win 8-2 on aggregate. Yeah. Emery's he's a good coach and he's, you know, he's... He, He's good at these European. He's won out of many Europa leagues, hasn't he? And he's um, every one, I think. Yeah, I think he's literally won every Europa league that's ever yeah. been played. He's, so, I mean, it's just a pity that they didn't take one more of their chances they yeah. created. Two nil might have made it interesting. Mm. You know, in fact, they could have been three nil up to be honest. And if uh, you know, if they'd gone to to the Allianz three goals up, that would have been a hell of a game. That yeah. as it is, Bayern will probably do the job. Real, Real Chelsea is really interesting because I, I'm not sh- sh- sure Real are that good and Chelsea look like they turned the corner at the weekend mm-hmm. uh, and a, pr- a proper Chelsea going there would be interesting. Well, the, the Real Madrid stuff's interesting because how they managed that t- the, the last round of going away to PSG and everyone and everyone kind of went PSG 1-0 well good good old PSG there and then they got them back to the Bernabeu and, and just battered them and absolutely you know they did a number on them well they've got that opportunity again but they've already done the battering in the first like that's a like a that's a huge mountain for, for, for Chelsea to climb there. And again, as we've already mentioned, without the, the benefit of you can run up some away goals to kind of you know to, to kind of benefit you on the end of the night or, yeah. or whatever. Well, um, I mean, they've got Benzema who seems somehow to have hit a purple patch. I mean he's always been good yeah. and we've we've seen him against us and he's been terrific in scoring goals. But you know, he's at the. I've seen the last two games he's played in the Champions League, and he was just sensational. He also seems to have some sort of special power to make goalkeepers make inexplicable errors. Yes, in front of him as well. As yeah. we've experienced firsthand, of course. Yeah. Um, Let us never speak of that again. Yeah, I know you wanted Real Madrid, didn't you? Out the hat. I, I just, oh, I was saw that and thought I'd like to beat them. Obviously, yeah. but I was like, oh, I'd be, oh, I just there's something about them. I'd like to play them in the final in Paris again. Yeah, yeah. they constantly seem to have. It seems like every three or four years, like, oh, they're not, they're not the side they were. And then you go, well, we've got like four or five Champions League winners in this team. And Modric is seemingly ageless. And Thank Cruz you. is out. And, you know, and you think, well, actually, he's good, he's good, he's good. And you think, no, they are a decent team. I think, I can't see Chelsea getting back into that. I mean, it could, it could be a, a ding-dong battle, as they say. Um, my, worry, my, my only thing on that was a kind of... I'm looking at who's stopping Man City from getting to the final because I want. I hope I'm hopeful Liverpool can make the final. Yeah. I know obviously they've got to get past Benfica, Villarreal, and or or Bayern, but I'm like, who can? I just don't want Man City in the Champions League final. Oh, I don't God. think I, could, I don't think I could survive that. Yeah. So who who's gonna who would stop that? And I, it's the answer is no one because they're so good. Yeah. But Real Madrid have really surprised me. I genuinely thought. It's going to be Chelsea, Man City nailed on for the semis there, um, and I still, I still fancy, I say fancy City to get past that Atletico, but Real Madrid, you know that story that we've talked about, about the champ, the champions of the European heritage counts for something, and I do wonder whether they've just got a little bit more of that like gnarl and nous that yeah they should get past Chelsea. Can they also? Stop City because I would love, I genuinely that that would be my now that I know we can't get Bayern in the final. Real Madrid is my dream Champions League final this year. Liverpool Real Madrid. Let's just clarify that um, because there's such a a rich story, particularly with the the Salah arc from Kiev and all that kind yeah. of stuff coming back around. But yeah, yeah, you know, like Chelsea. I mean, the thing about this, Chelsea have got the capability. They've got the players. They've obviously the reigning European champions. As much as I weirdly, I, I find it really. I don't feel like they are. No, <laughs> I don't no, know why that is. It's just yeah. maybe weird and bitter. I, 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 I don't know. Or, 
just I, I very much switched off to a lot of footy at the back end of last season. Yeah. It's like, oh and, oh, and Chelsea won the European Cup. Okay, cool. Did they? Great sounds. Never felt like it was a real thing. Anyway, um, right. Let's um, let's have some score predictions. Dad, what do you think? The pool, Benfica, Anfield, I Wednesday think Let's be bold. 3 0. Okay. Three nil. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say two nil, three nil. Yeah. Or, or should we give them one? Three <laughs> one. No, no. Let's give them one. Canate's not doing that again. Horrendously condescending. <laughs> um, I don't mind. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, three. Yeah, I'll take a, I'll take a three one. You know, tell you what, what, they go one nil up just to give us something to fight for. Because my big fear on this one in Anfield is that again, we're all looking at Man City. This is a bit of it should be done, it should be won. It won't quite be the atmosphere we're hoping for. I want the stake, I just need the stakes raising a little bit. Not dramatically so. I don't want yeah. like penalties or anything no. stupid like that. I just want enough that they feel like they're trying to take something away from us and so that it gives us like the no, no, I want I want that. I want yeah. that going, all the goals, and I want the place in the next round, and I want this, and I want, I want the FA Cup, and I want I want the whole thing. Um I want a I want a bare pit atmosphere for as much of that as possible. No, I want motor score after about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. That, that'll be the end of the game and we'd all stroll okay. through the rest Sad. of it. Okay, yeah, whichever. Whichever's fine, yeah. My heart will be well, no, but this is the thing, but yeah, no, no, I get it. But this is the thing we had about this, and I I, I made this point last last week after Benfica, is the reason most people were disappointed with the result last week was because and it was because well we had missed an opportunity to, to finish the game off yeah. and, and then people hid behind this oh because I'm thinking about the health of the players and the fitness of the players you're not we're all thinking about our own health our physical and psychological health and we wanted a, game, a dead rubber of a football match yeah, yeah. so that we could relax for a bit because we know we've got to win every game of football yeah, yeah. and it wouldn't be the worst thing for it just to be a game that didn't matter but bollocks to that <laughs> if we're going to win everything I think we need Mass momentum, you know, we're gonna need we're gonna need everyone fighting for it. So I want I want it to be something. I wanted I don't want to walk out of Anfield like into Milan where you're like we're in the next round. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, well, Mo scored a hat trick. We yeah. okay, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to, to power us through that one. Uh, let us know your score predictions if you're live here on YouTube in the comments. After the fact, you can always tweet us at the Redmen TV, of course. Um, Thank you to everyone who's joined us live for this one. By the way, you guys are absolutely awesome. If you want more Redmen content, then please do consider checking out Redmen Plus. Uh, in, in some instances, it's weird. You know, it's, people have got Patreon where you can just kind of support channels and what have you. So we've got that element to it, but also we offer you tons of additional content as well. So extra studio shows. The Around the League show went out this week, which looks at all the other teams around the league, as is in the name. The debate show uh, is coming up on Wednesday. I've got a JNO Insight show with Neil Jones later on in the week as well. Chris does his stat show and then we've got documentaries features interviews we've got the Redmen sessions with the Ragamuffins coming up we have got uh, an interview and feature on the goalkeeper mural at the AXA training centre with John Achterberg and the artist um, John Culture Pope I always get that wrong because uh, of the John guy because of the guy who did the, uh, the, the does the impressions I always get that mixed up um, but yeah anyway that's coming up as well and we've got the Accrue documentary as well there's loads there's loads and loads and loads of brilliant stuff loads of interviews with Liverpool legends past and present anyway do go and check out redmenplus.com uh, and other than that, uh, big thank you to my guests this week. Big thank you to everyone who's joined us and listening. After the fact, you guys are absolutely incredible. So are the Reds. Uh, onwards and upwards to Benfica and beyond. See you there. Ta-da. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.